0: Let you guys know I fucking love y'all. Oh, I love you, fuckers too. <laughs> you
1: bastards. Well, you're on three, two, one. You're on the
2: podcast. Down, down, dog. So, um,
1: cool. I wait for the cue. I know the cue. And the drone guy starts hitting it, welcome to Bourbon and Badges the podcast. I should say the podcast after the podcast, after, after, the after podcast. several pours.
2: <laughs> All right, this is open mic, second podcast, <laughs> and the first podcast after the
1: P-Podcast pour. He's so rude, he just interrupted the hell out of shit. I'm sorry. i I didn't
0: understand it, I don't
1: said Folks, just to let you know, this is our second podcast after a podcast, after several, uh, several uh, sips and pours, and so we're a little bit uh, loose, and... Uh, we decided to roll with another one.
2: That's right. Tonight, we the truth let will you be know. told.
1: Oh, uh, we we'll you'll know get what the... we really think. <laughs> Full Monty, if you will. Yep.
2: Oh, I tell you, uh, one thing I liked off mic after the first after the podcast we just did. Talk about how this is therapeutic to all three of us.
0: Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Now, Rod, you I went on yeah, a, were,
0: what... all, all three of us went thirty years in law enforcement. And not being able to say what we
2: truly felt. Right. And well, now, I did once. I got got 15 days man, off for it.
1: <laughs> I know you did. I constantly said what and I was. Katie,
0: hold the bar. Because we are. Yep. We, hey, we can you let like
2: 90 years, almost 100 years of law enforcement on this podcast?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. You know, when you, when you think about it, but think back about it, it's uh, something to be proud of. You know, you guys. You did. You did. You, you did your thirty years. Thirty years enforcing yeah. the law. How many lives have slow saved? How many lives have hound dog saved? How many people have I helped in the ninety years? I saved years, one
0: life. I killed a shit-eating
1: dog one time. Which <laughs> life? Good. Did
2: you, which one of our lives did you change? Did you save there, hound dog? But my, <laughs> I know my, where you my, going?
1: My point. My point, hound dog, was you <laughs> saved and touched a lot of people's lives. I was on a roll there, and you just stopped me in my tracks with. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Well, I was trying to be a little bit, you know, sentimental there. Hound Dog anyway, changed
2: hats. Uh, what was did? it Calabash? Calabash.
1: Calabash, okay. North
0: Carolina.
1: Okay. My home. My, you used to have my home. My Gastonia Police now. on the side. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, but, yeah, no, so, uh, no, seriously, guys. Uh, over the course of our careers, think about it. You know, did a really good thing. I feel good about it. Um, but I wasn't able. You know, you always in that politics, especially when you get promoted a couple of times, the politics comes in. I didn't realize it because the the best position was patrol. And then the next best was sergeant. I should have stayed right there with slow because after that, it's meetings and bullshit. And now that going back to what slow was saying, the podcast just allows me to rant and say what the hell I want to say. And I don't have to say I don't have to be muzzled. And it's just so refreshing to be able to tell you folks the real deal and what really goes on and how officers really feel and what's really going on because you guys get you guys get the media spin you don't get the real thing and yeah, we're not right. monsters we're we're good we're good guys man we we want to help we don't wake up wanting to do bad things we want to go home with the same uniform no blood no guts on it we don't want to have court dates we don't want to be sued we don't want to be fired we just want to go home to our families that's all we want to do yeah. Yeah. And that's the truth. Absolutely. I promise you that if there's any way I can let you go home without taking you to jail, I'm going to let you go home. Trust me on that. If there's any way I don't have to write you a ticket, I'm not writing you a ticket. I'll write you a warning. So I don't got to go to court. That's the <laughs> truth. Am I right, Sergeant? Oh, no, Sloan? you're
2: exactly right. And i tell you, uh, okay. a good friend of the podcast, Jeez. He's starting his own podcast. As a matter of fact, we, I, I need to reach out and talk to him about it. His name's Chris, retired SBI agent. So he said, uh, you yeah, know, they have to go see a shrink. As they're retiring, making that transition from cop to non-sworn officer. yeah, We're still police officers. We're not civilians. We're, we're, we're protected by statute. We're unsworn police officers. But uh, he was told by his uh, psychological evaluator that if you move outside your jurisdiction, you had five years to your life. Yeah. So you need to expedite getting out of Gastonia there, um, Rod right Nader, and get down there in Florida Wait. where you want to be.
1: Actually, I was showing it I'm already this, out. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, he's that's already true. out. Yeah. Yeah, but so still, Gastonia. Like five more years. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gastonia keeps me on my toes, boy. It keeps me fresh. You know. Oh, I mean? yeah. Yeah. Uh, not like you up there dodging spiders. and. Oh, and man,
2: up here on Shootout Mountain. And actually, you know, we're coming from <laughs> Shootout Mountain. Dog, North nice. Carolina. I got some
1: light on your face now. Yeah. I got, I some got some got got light on your light dog. On. Good lighting. Gastonia, North
2: Carolina and Calabash, North Carolina.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. See right here. So what we got? Match. So what's this? It,
2: what's man. this? Uh, basketball? Basketball? What's this football stuff you guys talking about before we started uh, getting back on this podcast?
1: The Hound Dog was saying how he is a Jets fan, and I was very yeah. intrigued because being a New York guy, uh, I also like to see the Jets do well. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers, who yeah. uh, just got traded. He was a Green Bay guy for years, MVP twice in the league. He was the Jets' hope of taking him to the promised land. Right. Third play in Hound Dog. Yeah, third play in, uh, for maybe third four fourth minutes. play in, four minutes into the game. The yep. first game yep. goes down with a torn ACL. He's out, for mm, out for the year. Yep. So uh, then the uh, Wilson guys coming in, uh, who played last year. My opinion was yep. he was dog shit last year. I think he's gonna be dog shit this year. And I don't, are, think, uh, I, I don't think he's
0: gonna be dog shit, man. I think he's going to. I uh, hope you're right. I hope I think you're right. He it's is got going my to, feeling to embrace Aaron's. Uh, tutelage. is he going to so
1: step up? I think he's going he step, step up? up. Yeah, I think. Okay, and you know they got and and in your and you know to, to go along with what you're saying, they do have a lot more weapons. They yeah. they built a pretty good yeah. team, so maybe they will do better. But I just my confidence is low. A few games in, let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah, I'll yeah. leave it open.
0: We got uh, what seventeen more games to go? Absolutely, and, and
1: they're go. one and one. You know they're one and one. So yeah, okay.
0: But you know what that uh, is. It's funny because you know I was born and raised in the South. From the 1970s on, I have been a New York Yankees fan. I love the Yankees. I love the Jets because Rod
2: News representing.
0: Yep, there you go. Thanks, Rod. You're welcome, There's my sir. boys. We
1: didn't plan that either.
0: All right, no, we didn't. And I love the uh, the Jets because one Joe Namath. He was yeah. a, one of the, the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. He, he was a great, and in his era, he was the best quarterback of that era.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: he won Super Bowl number three, was it?
1: Yeah, one of the early ones. Yeah, I think it was Super early Bowl. Early one three. He did a bunch of commercials, too. One of the first guys to kind of start doing the commercials and so forth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you guys he seem to really studying. be into
2: this football stuff. I'm not a big football fan. How many, How many innings do they play?
1: <laughs> four Drink, four another, drink. <laughs> pour pour. another drink Jesus Pour yourself another drink Shoot out mountain boy What you know, say right. He uh, pulled Crow.
2: his ACL You know Good buddy of mine uh, Adrian Pulled Crow. his ACL
1: Tore the ACL tore. You don't pull yeah. an ACL Tore yeah, Oh my bad care. there
2: Medical doctor My bad You're welcome Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Crow He's the captain With the uh, that Prison up here His daughter Done the same thing Playing uh, Warming up For her uh, Playing football No she's uh crap volleyball was Volley- warming volleyball. up for a volleyball game yeah and tore hers yeah so crow speedy the... recovered to your daughter's torn
1: terrible injury acl yeah yep. terrible injury there's two ways to fix that too you get surgery or if you didn't know this it will heal on its own now it i don't understand the, the of process of that yeah but actually it kind of fuses back together on its own yep. but if you get it fixed it's twice as strong if you don't it just goes back to being regular. So yeah. I, see, I don't, I, I don't know the premise why you would you would get surgery if it's going to heal on its own, except that it's stronger. But I'm assuming
2: it depends on I, the, the tear, right? For how bad of a tear it is.
1: I just, either one, a, a guy across the street had his done, uh, had Achilles tear. He decided to stay in the boot and not get surgery. And now he's walking around fine. So I don't know. I Maybe if you're an athlete, you should get it fixed. Maybe if you're not, you can let it heal on its own. I don't know. Yeah. It makes but sense. Just a little tidbit, a little tidbit. Yep. yep.
0: All right, so I've got We're, a question for you guys. Far away. What are you drinking tonight?
2: Ooh. Oh, after, yeah, this, you, remember Hound Dog, we used to call this After Hours, and that really didn't go over well when we was doing the, just the audio side of it. So we'll call mm-hmm. it Night mm-hmm. Open mic. i went back to the Knob Creek Smoked Maple. The Toothache
1: in a bottle. A uh, cavity in a bottle. Allow me, to, allow me to turn around and see what I'm going to drink
2: tonight. Ninety Proof. Good bourbon up front. You get the Knob Creek right up front, the uh, oak, the leather. The, but on the back end, yeah, it is strong maple.
1: Rod. Smoke maple. The, rod, the nator, if you will, is going to go with the Evan Williams peach. peach Okay which is a great big
0: bottle of <laughs> you, 50 milliliters. I'm drinking, I'm
2: you, I'm, I'm drinking uh, infused what, what whiskey just say? as well. Did you see my finger? What did he
1: just say?
0: Just did you just you're still big, a
1: guest on there, right? Great,
0: <laughs> the yeah. great big bottle of 50 <laughs> milliliters.
1: <laughs> I think he just insulted the LGBTQ crowd. Who cares?
2: Yeah, the KBG, MBG, wherever they are. I'm sure they don't listen to us.
1: No. Maybe for five minutes no and in so order to cancel all. us they cancel our five customers right
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so, so rodney right what what proof is that probably about 60 or 70 proof what, what proof is that
1: stand by a second i gotta I tell you the better off.
2: the infusion the higher the proof knob creek up there's a 90 proof look 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 how it tells you looks now hound dog look at him
0: oh man Well, you smart. look
2: studious check me out is your wife not missing her glasses
1: you no. son of a bitch <laughs> Oh shit! you son of a bitch uh some <laughs> bitch i know i ain't up there that's why it's son of a bitch uh 65 proof looks like it's pretty weak
0: okay
1: 65 so that means uh 22 32.5 alcohol by volume i can barely read that shit it's really small yeah but let me give you a little hang on a second Let's do this. Ready? I right, was go ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead. Oh, like
1: Superman. Do you see that? Take him off. He took
2: him off like Superman. Whoa.
1: Anyway, what what it smell like? It doesn't smell harsh at all. Like, you know how the other ones had the bite and the alcohol smell <laughs> or the yeah. pepper? Yeah. No, this smells pleasant. Uh, I don't know. how I'm so bad at describing how it smells, but it's. Yeah, hey, there's no wrong answers. It smells some kind of fruit. Peach. Well, well <laughs> yeah, peach, peach right? man, you <laughs> speed detectives. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact. Yeah, I Rod, Rod, we is. were
2: detectives. We picked, yeah, you know, we picked up on that.
1: Yeah, we did. We were. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you bastards. We <laughs> yeah, peach, peach, uh, legs, eh, no legs. Like really, like literally none. I don't think. Nope. Taste. Well, dog. No, what? Oh shit! That's good. Is then again, peach, right? holy shit you like peachy oh fantastic i could like drink the whole yeah
2: oh i tell you if you like that hound dog and i have a mutual friend i think you probably met that can get some peach moonshine that's clear as a bell and man it is you can smell the fuzz on it
1: so let me ask you this you guys are better more experts at this than me so this is peach flavored evan williams are all the flavored bourbons taste this good is that how they is that how it is (laughs) I usually get straight bourbon, you know, bullet, well, yeah. whatever, you know, the
2: I think I think uh and, and again I'm drinking a uh flavored as well. Uh yeah, whiskey, but I think most of those whiskeys are made for for mixers, I think.
0: I think you're right, Slade. So Holy that, shit, it's
1: good. So anyway, long story short, let me just wrap this up. Uh the price point on it, I think is about twenty five bucks. Uh it tastes fantastic. It's a daily drinker. I'd give it a uh I give it a, at least a 7, 7.5. The reason I'm not really? giving it like a 10 because it doesn't taste real strong and it's a 65 proof.
2: Now, now like I'm, I'm not I'm not cool. being a smart ass. I'm really not. Now, would you drink you,
1: that? You, like, no, stop it. You <laughs> are. You are. You would you drink it. that stop at the
2: house it. like you're you yeah, watching TV? Now, but if we're, you know, we're piled up around the campfire. We got a couple of good sticks in our hand, you cigars. And would you be okay pulling that out and drinking it with the guys?
1: Okay, number one. I'm not going to pile up with you guys around a campfire. Under any no, circumstances, you're piled so, up. Number one. What you are. Oh, you're. Number you're two. Up. You're when you up. say pulling something out, I don't even want to talk about that. Right, I don't hey, even talk in. about pulling run shit in. out. Have That's number drink. two.
2: Have another drink, so big boy. Let's, let's,
1: <laughs> let's properly say this. If we're sitting around a campfire, properly spaced, not piled up on each other, would I be comfortable taking this out of a cooler and saying, "Hey guys, I'm going to drink some peach"? Yeah, I would because would, would I'm you, who I am.
2: Would you hold your pinky I don't out? Give a shit. Would you hold your pinky out?
1: Like this. Like
2: this? <laughs>
1: How about that, motherfucker? Hound
2: dog, don't think say it. sad Boom.
1: <laughs> don't encourage him, hound dog. <laughs> well,
2: yeah hey, I'm oh, drinking. I'm drinking oh, flavored infused yeah. uh, whiskey hey, as well. So,
1: uh, bottom line, everyday drinker. Hell yeah, Evan Williams peach. It's good. Hound I mean, dog. for the ladies too. Hell no, ladies what you will like it.
0: I am drinking the uh, cocktail, I, and. It's a uh, Kentucky Mule with Rebel 100 bourbon.
2: means it's 100 proof, right?
1: 100 proof, yeah. And uh, some ginger beer. Tell me you got the good cherries. Tell me you got the good cherries. With? Tell me you got the good cherries.
2: The good cherries. Ah, Now, do you just drop the cherries in there or do you pull a little bit of juice in there as well?
0: No.
1: Drop the cherries.
0: I dropped the cherries and and the juices on, them, on the cherries, man! It is phenomenal. I love. And it. at the
1: at the restaurants at the uh, cigar bar, they'll put a fucking you know a little uh, a little uh, steak through them and they will put them on top of the glass, you know. So no, the cherries you you sit on, top of, on top of the
0: glass. You put them in.
1: That's the glass. what they. That's what. Well, they, they're there so you can grab them out easy. Is what I'm trying to
0: say. No, these my mach- mach- cherries are the
2: dark ones.
1: Maraschino. Yep. That's what I said. Yeah, of course you can And the, the neighboring county. You said Marsha Cherries, but I said Maraschino, but it's the same thing. All
2: right.
1: They're Marsha Cherries.
2: Hey, I'm in Mitchell oh, County. Yancey County is opening up a bourbon cigar bar. I was in there uh, probably about uh, almost a month ago now. They, they, they're they just now getting away to sale. They uh, have a few bourbons. They have a few pickup sandwiches. And they have the humidors you walk into, but it's not stocked yet. I cannot wait till that thing comes alive. Have a place to go.
1: I was in here in Gastonia. Um, it was called Whiskars, right there at the corner. So you guys know you police this place, yeah, right at Main Street. You know the you know the the main intersection. There. Okay, yeah, South and yeah. Main. So now it's called yeah. So now it's called Vintage because uh, Whiskars was a little went out and they sold it. I think they were too high priced. Like some of their memberships for the Whiskars was like um, fifteen hundred bucks for a year for the VIP, like. That's a little high price point for me and Gaston, I think. So now I just paid 75 bucks for a year, which means if I visited once every, every month, it's 10 bucks each visit. Right. So I'm going to go more than eight times a year. So, you know what I'm saying? It's more reasonable price. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't start Uh, at
2: a $1,500 membership. You may end up there, but you don't start out there.
1: Well, in their, in their defense, they didn't start out with that. That's the VIP one. Uh, with a locker included and stuff. So that the other ones were, but they were still four or 500 bucks. You know what I mean? So I think that's why they priced themselves, just an opinion, they priced themselves out of the, the market here. But anyway, so now vintage is up there and they're going great. And the other thing they're doing is whiskers, when it was whiskers first, only the back section of the bar, the back closed off section was where you could have cigars. The front section where the front of the building was with the window facing the street was no smoking, which was strange to me because if you're going to a cigar bar, with or without your girl, you're going to a cigar bar where there's going to be people
2: like smoking cigars.
1: Wait for it. Wait for it. They're going to be smoking cigars. So why would you have some of the part, some of the place not? Because then the guys end up going to the back. The women end up sitting in the front. Like- it just it didn't jive with me so now vintage is going to open up the whole place to cigar smoking which i think is going to be phenomenal because then you go to that bar to smoke cigars and drink bourbon right you and watch the live music bar. or you don't if your girl doesn't want to smell like cigar smoke then you don't go there you go somewhere else yeah you don't try to cater to two different clientele because you're alienating two different clientele at the same time, right? Because if your girl wants to go and you don't, or vice versa, then you don't end up going anyway. So I think vintage is going to be s- successful because of two reasons: one, they're changing that, and two, their price point. So Gastonia, downtown, Main Street, vintage cigar bar. If you're around, it's a good place. Smoking Barrels, another option in Mount Holly. But yeah, Smoking vintage Barrels, good. In Gastonia. Yeah, the one in Gastonia is two blocks from my house, so that's where I'm at. So if you want to eat this famous guy on the podcast of Berman Batches. The Rodinator. I'll be there. The Rodinator is there. <laughs> right. hey, and
0: if you go to uh, the Cigar Bar and Gastonia and you see Rodinator, please
1: take a picture with him and post it on
0: our social media.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. That'd be great. Be great. I would love it. I would love it. If somebody came up to me and said, seriously, because I'm a nobody. If somebody came up to me and said, hey, wait a minute. Are you Rodney? I'd hey I'd be like freaking out.
2: Yeah, we talked about that before, you know. It can happen. It can I, I used to work at you know Shooter Express out there at the gun range. And right. I'm sitting there and it's later and her husband, they come up and you know, they're getting ready to shoot, and she says, You know, your voice is so familiar. She goes, Do you have a podcast? I said, Well, well yes, I do. She goes, Are you hound dog? <laughs> no, I'm slow. She goes, Slow. Can we get pictures? So I ended up taking pictures of her and her husband and stuff. It was like my fifteen minutes of fame.
1: Yeah. I thought and you might there. have heard it on a porn site or something. <laughs> yeah. And that's me as well. Working <laughs> at the, uh, working at the, ABC my name is slow. I'll be
0: working in there and, and uh, customers come up and say, man, I think I know you, you sound familiar. I said, Oh yeah. You're hound dog. I am. Holy shit.
2: You're hound dog. On the hound and dog.
0: <laughs> so, and, and I've taken pictures with a lot of people, you know, while I was working the, uh, at the ABC store.
1: You know what's funny about that too? If that happened to me, I would think like they look at me, holy shit, you're the Rodnator. And I'd be like, Yeah, I'm nobody like like you're shocked and like amazed, like you're sitting here in front of my presence, and I'm like, Nobody, like I'm just a dude. <laughs> you know, you're who, like, who you what kind of life do you have? Yeah. Right <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just got a microphone. I I bought these headphones, very cheap too. And I plug it in my computer, and now I'm talking. But it's just it, it'd be really, it would be really, uh, I don't know uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Surreal. Surreal. Um, uh,
2: well, yeah, we surreal are, we are personalities now. To all three of our I'm listeners. A,
1: I'm a personality, right? I've yeah. heard that from my wife. Yeah. I tell you, and, and
2: you know, we said before, you know, we bring ninety years of law enforcement to this to this podcast. Ninety years, mm-hmm.
1: wow! And, you know, everybody's got to remember if any questions about policing, you got, you know, Police you got, a, you got, a, you got a captain, you got a sergeant, you got, a, you got an officer for, for thirty years. You got all sorts of experience from every level here. All point of views, and we have no, we have no allegiance to any fucking buddy. Right. We tell you like it is. If the police are wrong, we'll tell you like that. And if they're right, we're gonna tell you like that. Yeah. So if yeah, you have a question or something about something that's happened to you, something like that, post it, do something like that, and we'll answer you. Oh yeah. You know
0: we will. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: Give you a very fair if opinion. And I'll tell you right now, no one hates a bad cop worse than a good cop.
1: You're right. Because you You're bring right. such you bring such a shadow on us and we we can't stand it. When I when I was policing, and it's slow, you can say you can speak to this too as a sergeant, when a supervisor in any capacity, or even a, a veteran officer like Hound Dog, would find somebody doing something off the grid or something that's inappropriate, they're not condoning it. They're not laughing about it, they're correcting it because oh, yeah. they know what's coming next. You're gonna get caught, the person's gonna get caught, and then it's gonna be uh televised or it's gonna be Amplified by the media, and then the whole department has a black eye. Nobody wants that. Mm. nobody wants that. We want quiet, we want to help people we want to go back to our homes, we want to go to bed and wake up the next morning and wear the same damn uniform we wore the day before without having to get them dry cleaned so we don't want to touch people we don't want to mess with people. we just want to have good encounters we want to help people when we have to and when we've got to put a foot in an ass, we'll do it oh, yeah. but it's always going to be justified but I tell you, you know if we that's it.
2: I take Captain Rodinator as, as the three of us, Captain, Sergeant.
1: <laughs> like captain Rod, Captain Rodinator, that should have been on my name tag. Captain Rodinator. What's your name, Cap? Captain Rodinator with an R?
2: Between a Captain, a Sergeant, and an Officer, I tell you, the one who had the most pull in rank and file is a Senior Officer. You know, they see Captain, as, as a Sergeant, I see Captain's got a job to do. People see sergeants, they got a job to do, but when you have a you have a senior officer come to you and chew your ass out for something stupid you did, that mm-hmm. carries more weight than a captain or a sergeant doing it.
0: All Let me right. ask you hey, this. As, as being that senior officer, there's been several times in my career that uh, a sergeant would call me and say, hey, will you go over here and talk to this person and straighten things out? And I would. And I'd go over there and talk to him. I said, you know, this is what it is. You know, you may not like it, but that's just the way things are.
2: And there is a culture within our our organization, within
1: our profession. Yeah. Let me elaborate on that because as a lieutenant or captain, whatever I was at the time, if there was something in particular I had to say, I would call a senior officer in and I would ask them, I would say, are you aware of this? I need you to address this. Right. amongst you and your troops i don't mm-hmm. want to get involved it's not my place to get involved yet and i want to keep it that way yeah so i would pressure. ask you to do the thing and i would count on people like you to go ahead and square this guy away and then if you couldn't then whatever then we'll go to the next level yeah at the same time i'm talking to the lieutenant and the sergeant but i would say you a senior officer because coming from a peer mm-hmm. to another peer a respected senior officer on shift there's nothing more powerful right. a captain can get in your ass and they go oh that's a captain yeah oh he's a this he's a that oh yeah the captain's and a bad get guy all that because yeah he's three ranks away and he's he's out of touch he's political whatever he's he's nobody now he's he doesn't have any credibility right but mm-hmm. the senior officer who's out there humping calls every night with the same uh junior officer who's having the issue that's where it comes from not only that, but the pressure of the rest of the shift Mm -hmm. to square your shit away, answer your calls in your area, stop, whatever it is, the pressure of the shift and the other officers always would square away a person more than a sergeant, lieutenant, captain, or anybody else getting in his ass, in in, in my (laughs) opinion. Am I I, I right? Oh, you're absolutely
0: right. 100% right. Uh, And I could tell you how many times that... Other officers would come to me as being a senior officer and ask questions. Should I take it? it's up the chain? I would say, "Yeah, you need to take it take it up," or "No, you handle it the best way you can." Mm-hmm. You know this. You, you you can't hey. bullshit a bullshitter.
2: Hey, let me tell you how on case point, I had an officer come into my office one day. Say, hey i ain't going to name the officers. you got two officers out back in the back parking lot, you know, where it's a secured area. They said, man, they're about to come to blows out there, man. They're screaming at each other. They're about to come to blows. It's like crap. So I gave like right. 15 minutes. And I walked out there and said, hey, guys, did y'all get this situated? I said, yeah, man, we're cool. we got it figured out. So, All right, man. Have a good night.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you got to let boys be boys and work it out.
2: Oh, let me tell you something funny. Used to, you know, you, you alluded to whiskey. Whiskers cars and what is it called now up on main street main avenue uh vintage vintage yeah used to right there probably before you i don't know when you moved to gastonia but it used to be main avenue was nothing but run down old buildings it was lawyers offices bells bondsmen things of that nature there's nothing nothing there after hours at night at all right it was a ghost town downtown That used to be my go-to, man, and I was in Central District. I'd have guys that screw up, and uh, I'd tell you, you know what? uh, When you screwed up, you need to think about this. tell you what. Park your car, go walk the beat downtown Main Avenue, because that's what we used to do as rookies. Remember that? hound dog? You used to have to walk the beat. So we'd put them down there walking the beat all night long in a ghost town, and then you had all these bars move in, all the restaurants move in, and they had guys begging to go down and walk the beat. (laughs) They took that punishment away from you. I was like, there's a great tool, man. And all those bars and and restaurants (laughs) move in, then there wouldn't be a a good correction
1: thing. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, but I always tried to use uh, the folks below me who were um, respected. You know, the respected, the leaders. It always came better because no matter what reputation I had going up the ranks, once you're at a rank, you're on the other team and that's the one thing I regret most. If I could have stayed in patrol, I would have, but I probably would have been fired because I just do things right. And I say it like it is, and it's not politically correct. So thank God, um, I was able to get promoted and thank God I got out of the everyday hustle and bustle, because if not, I probably would have been shit can. But, (sighs) um, but again, I could take the 15 years I did in patrol, took it up and, uh, I was able to promote and um, speak for the smaller guy. I think that's why I stopped the captain and they stuck me in the ops command position for 10 years. All right. Explain what that
2: ops command, explain that to, to our listeners.
1: The ops command is a fancy word for uh, the uh, watch commander, which is basically a third shift position where they put you out to pasture. And uh, I was in investigations as a captain for a while, but then they put me out there when I had an incident where I, Spoke my mind in a pretty general meeting with a bunch of uh, ranked people, 150 or so, at a uh, retreat for the coming year where we promote what we're going to do, the goals, right? (sighs) Retreats. And and so I ran my mouth a little bit about (laughs) why I said the goals are great, but nothing's going to work unless they trust us. It was in relation to an officer who got in some trouble, but it's it's all under the bridge, but... So at that point, I was in the Ops Command, uh, which is a duty captain office, which people probably know who are police, but it's just somebody after hours who acts as the chief for the department when things happen. I talk to the media. I handle homicide. Whatever it is, it comes Mm -hmm. down the pipe. They call me, and I go out, and I do it. Um, So um, the longest-running Ops Command commander before me, was in that office for six years i made a 10 and retired it. all right good deal <laughs> and, and and listen you not complaining not complaining hey i got a record now right
2: Hey, lo- a lot of like weight I'm, on your shoulders man because everything rod
1: nader rod went 10 years let's see what you got motherfuckers because everything falls let's on your 11.
2: shoulders and you are you distribute all the um resources right
1: uh, absolutely all, right. It, all kidding aside you know something happens the calls that need to be made, I get them. The resources—if it's a homicide, it's homicide. If it's homicide, drug related, it's homicide. Vice, blase, blase, blase. So that was all cool, and I had a really great time up there because I got to plug into all the the main and serious calls that happen around the city. I always had my finger on the pulse of what's going on. Can I say everything? So it, was, it was great. That was a good thing. I said pulse on the city. That was that was classic. <laughs> like good shit. Right Should've there. Went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a visual <laughs> the anyway, queens. So anyway, but yeah but a third of my career was there but anyway so but my point is running my mouth kept me there so to you, you guys out there who have an opinion a strong opinion strong personality if you want to voice it you're going to pay the price <sighs> yeah even if you're right if you keep it yep. if you even uh, if you're keep, right yep 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 doesn't matter Whatever the political it's, winds are blowing. It's worse when you're if you right. Comply, if you don't comply with the political winds and the way they're blowing, you will be punished. That's Yeah, it.
2: that's about these retreats. I made a little note. You know, talking about these retreats. we have my guest on you as well. And they all you know, bring everybody in to do that and they say, Okay, this is what we plan on doing. And they want you to say, Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. If you if you mm-hmm. go against that grain. Mm-hmm.
1: And I tell you, uh, during 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 that retreat, slow. I, last thing I'll say during that retreat, when I was, I was actually speaking on a microphone, just like this. 150 people, lieutenants and up. As I was speaking my mind, I, my phone was my phone was. They're going, don't up. do it, don't do it. And they were saying, <laughs> you're, they were saying, shut up. What oh, the yeah. fuck's the don't matter? Don't do you? it. Like, friends of mine are texting me, dude. You, be quiet. Are you, in, are you insane? Because the morning before that, I literally... This is literally what I said to myself. I was in the bathroom and I was shaving, which I haven't done since I retired, by the way. I just kind of knock off the hair. Um, and I look, I said, you ain't got a hair... On. I'm, I'm talking to myself, which is me because I'm insane. I was talking to myself and I said, you ain't got a hair on your ass. Hey, when you
2: say you, you shave, what are you shaving? If you got hair on your ass, what are you shaving, brother?
1: <laughs> well, I don't shave my ass hair. I like it long and braided. Anyway, so... I said, "You ain't got a hair on your ass if you don't say something today." Because this was the third day to retreat. No one has mentioned this. Everybody's going around with "Hooray, hoorah!" Oh yeah, these are great. These are great goals. And I'm not saying the goals were great. Some of them sucked, but I I don't care, right? I understand the po- politics. But if you don't, if you don't mention that none of these goals will be followed unless the officers trust the command staff, as a result of what happened to an officer who was being persecuted for something he didn't do. It was a big, it was a big, do you remember, do you remember the Carrick trial? Yeah. Where he uh, yeah. shot a guy and killed him. Yeah. And yeah. for two years, they vilified him like they shot him. Yeah. Uh, unarmed black man, this whole nine bullshit. And it ended up saying, well, it wasn't that. It, it ended up being this guy ran straight at Carrick who was pointing a gun at him. He was a six foot three, 250 pound guy running at a five foot ten. Hundred and fifty pound, hundred and sixty pound officer with a gun pointed at him, yeah. and it turns out later the tox report said he was on marijuana, was drinking, he just crashed a car. It was a priority one call, being everything was everything was in place, and when he got uh, charged with it, they withheld the video that showed, of course, exactly what happened. And the reason they withheld the video of exactly what happened was because if they showed the video, then the public and everybody else would see that the officer was justified in what happened. And what happened was the guy jumped on him, tackled him with his gun out. He hadn't shot yet. And as he's on the ground, if you can see me on the, he was like this and the guy's punching him in the face and he's pulling the trigger. Justified. Yeah, period.
0: And one hundred percent justified. But for
1: two years, two years they vilified that man. They vilified him, and at and at the end of two years, when the trial was about to come up, and the trial was about to happen, the chief resigned and went to Florida.
2: Oh, I remember
1: that to skip the trial, and he was acquitted, but his life was already ruined. His That's family's bullshit. His family's life. That's a bullshit. I
0: agree, Rob. That's and
1: I'll never, I'll never forget it. And this is this is the frustration I had with working for that department and keep my mouth shut. I will not do it. It'll never happen. Fuck you. I'm in your face now. Nobody can silence me now. That's right. what happened. Absolutely. Carrick was railroaded. God bless that man. Love him. I don't know what he's doing. I know he's successful because guess what? He's a good dude. And he like got say, jumped th- on. And it's not just him. He got jumped on by a guy my size. A guy my size attacked him. With his gun out, who does that? Somebody who wants to die, somebody who wants yeah. suicide by oh. cop. Yep. So like say before hell, he ran through a taser. Another officer tased him, and he ran right through it and got to Carrick. The Carrick had a busted mouth up in here. The only reason he hit him ten times with a gun is because it was like this, and the guy was on top of him. If he would have got that gun, he would have killed Carrick and would have killed the other officer. I know it's it, it, it's. I, I forgive see, me, I forgive I me, so, but
0: so let me ask you this, Rod. Can you get him on our podcast? He
1: moved. He moved.
0: So? We're, we're, we have a way of uh, well, I don't, podcasting.
1: Uh, absolutely. No, I don't have any contact. I think I could still find his sister, <laughs> I think, who's still still around. Mm-hmm. If I could, I would love to do that. And I'll tell you what. I'll him. tell you what, Hound. I
0: would love to have him on
1: the podcast. I'll tell you what, Hound. How about this? I'll, I'll go ahead and look into that. You're damn right.
0: All
1: right. I, and if he would, that'd be great. Because you know what? I think... Maybe he would like a platform where he could he could speak his mind a little bit and maybe give us a little bit of insight of of what he went through as a police officer.
2: People need to see what happens through our eyes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was responding. He was responding to a 911 call. A lady was on the phone and in the background, you heard the suspect kicking her door saying, F you, bitch, let me in. She has no idea who this guy is. He just crashed his car. He says, I need help. Let me in. So she's thinking she's being home invaded.
2: Oh, I remember, this now. Yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, I remember this now. Yes,
1: dude. It was huge. The media and crucified so, officer, him. So when you respond to it, when you respond to home invasion, I'm balls to the wall, sirens, and I'm ready to fuck somebody up because somebody's trying to get to somebody and hurt them. Yeah. So I'm here to help citizens. Right. So I'm going to help. We pull up. The lady says. He left. He went that way. So they go that way. They, they drive up and here he, here he's walking out of the woods. Okay. The description fits. They stop. One guy takes deadly force, which means pistol. One guy takes non deadly force, which means taser. And they have, they have perfect setup. He comes out of the woods, walks up to the, between the two cars and looks at him. They give him commands to get on the ground. He ignores the commands. What does he do slow? What does he do? Hound dog. Hound dog. He pulls his pants up. What does that mean to you two as police officers? Getting ready when to fight. A, when a guy pulls his pants up. Getting ready to what? rumble. Ready to rumble or ready to run. Am I right? Oh, you're right. And what did he do? Fight he or flight. Came, fight or flight. Because you can't do shit with your pants around your legs. Right. So he pulls him up. He's getting ready to run or he's getting ready to fight. And he decided to fight. He came straight at Carrick. And then Carrick is backing up, backstepping. He's backing up to create space while the other officer fires a taser, which fails. And then the guy ends up on top of Carrick. On top of him, it basically a mounted type of thing, was able to punch him twice in the face to create an inner cut in his fit, in his mouth along his upper teeth. And then Carrick is like this with the gun still out, trying to keep hold of his pistol. He wasn't able to holster. I'm not a Monday morning quarterback. Don't know what it is. But he was like this. And then he fired. And that's the reason every bullet he fired hit. And then they it, then they embellish. Slow. They embellish the fact that he hit him six, seven, eight times. Sick. Right. Well, how do you how the fuck do you miss from here when a guy's beating your ass? He's about to take your gun. He's twice your size. I mean, everything everything was bullshit. And 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 to confirm what I'm saying, that I'm not a, a biased person. When the trial came up, he was acquitted. Excellent. Because Excellent. everybody saw the video. The video was the key. They after, withheld the video for two after, years after and destroyed victimized, this
2: guy. After he victimized for two years.
1: Damn right. Drove me insane. And I had to work for that department within that structure for that long. It just, and the chief left town two months before the, the – oh. is everybody figuring this out?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: This is what we. This is what police sometimes face on this side. I know what you face on that side when you think police are doing bad things. And, and, and us as cops, that.
2: we're sitting there thinking, I'm in the right. You know I'm in the right. We have video to prove it. Yeah, I'm right, yes. Prove it. Let's show,
1: show the media. Prove that I'm right. Show that yeah, I'm, I'm right a good is. officer. And,
0: and, and, and of when they went the, to... the media puts out what they want to put out.
1: And you guys know this. Both of you guys lose. know this. When they go to trial, right, they have his training— Record they have people at the academy who are there testifying on how he was trained to deal with something like that, right, so they're all training that he did everything like well, I wasn't in a trial, so I can't comment on that, but he was acquitted and they were probably saying he had no choice if he hol if he, if he wasn't able to holster up in time you know there's different ways he could have combated that a guy my size i would have I would have took the brunt because I could probably I could probably fight the guy. Okay, I might have holstered and fought the guy because I'm his size. This guy's not. And when you have a female officer or a smaller officer against a six foot four, 250 pound ex linebacker from college, who this guy was, jumping on you, you're done. You're done. He's going to take your shit unless you're trained. And he couldn't let that happen. Plus, he was fighting for his life at that point. Yeah, it don't
2: matter if you are trained, man. The, the fact of the matter is, you take, like you just said, you know, six foot four, 265 pound guy. And you take a like a female officer or a small frame officer, yeah, you know, you're not it's not like on TV. You're not gonna take you know, these TV shows, you know, these these you know five foot three, you hundred no pound idea. females throwing these guys. It don't happen. It just don't happen.
1: You're right. Yeah. Some of these people, some of these people, it's just a reality. And, I, and, yeah, this and is that's why but some of these some of these people, when you encounter them, Rod right that, that, That's that's why
2: it you take a uh um, you know a female officer. She shoot a shotgun every time you shot, it, knock her down because she is so small frame, but you take her compared to someone of your size. She is more likely to be able to get, be able to get by and justify shooting a bad guy. more than maybe you, so than you can.
1: Because, uh, I absolutely you know, agree yeah. with
2: that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just, uh,
1: yeah it, it was it, my point. My point being for this whole story was that folks, the police on this side, of on this side, are facing a lot of things in their in, in their um, in their command staff in the political realm above that they're dealing with and the last thing they're looking for is to hurt or mistreat people on the street. Yeah. There are officers who are badge heavy. Yeah. Are there officers that that that, that come through by mistake that mi- they miss during the hiring process? Yes. Good example. You take if ten percent of the population are bad people, then ten percent of the candidates that fall through the police department are going to be bad people. It's just a numbers game. Right. If there's a hundred people ha- hired and ten percent are bad, that's ten people. If one gets through, then you're going to have a story eventually. Whether it's yeah, one year, right. five years, ten years, they're going to fuck up because they can't yeah, because they're bad people, right? But when you're picking from a population that's not perfect or that's imperfect, you're going to have an imperfect force to a certain degree. But the majority are solid. 750,000 officers through the country, millions of calls, and you hear about a handful, 10, 15, 20 of bad cops, and you think all cops are bad. You're fucking crazy. You're crazy to think that. You need yeah. to realize that what you're seeing on TV is being highlighted for a reason, and the reason is not good. The, the the bad cops sell, okay? They sell, and that's why the ratings are high. A good cop doing something good, nobody gives a shit. You're like, that's what they're supposed to do. But you, yeah, but you know what, and that's Rod, what most of us do.
0: You know what, Rod? The good cops appreciate the good cops that does stuff good. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm we
2: serious. Do. Yep. Oh, that was deep, Hound yeah. Dog.
0: I'm, I'm telling
2: you. <laughs> man.
0: The, the bad guys that does bad shit. Yeah, fuck them.
2: Well, Those yeah, it's like a, it's like our, it. our last week, our last podcast. You know, where you have the fake news giving out this stupid topics or stupid headliners just to sell their their article. Yeah, you know, and they're right. just they're bald faced lying.
1: Yep, and the article you're referring to, slow, is the band director that wouldn't stop his ch- his kids from playing at the football game when the cops asked him to. And the, the headline was, if I'm not mistaken, cops tase they band, band director, director for not stopping kids yeah. from performing in band. Almost like they said, hey, motherfucker, <laughs> National Anthem, stop right there, and they tased them. No, they were trying to clear a parking lot after a football game, yeah. and they asked them to stop playing so they could get on the mic and they could they could announce how to clear. Because as we know, after games, especially rivalry games. Oh, yes. There could be fights, shootings. If people c- culminate in a parking lot, things can happen. So as a police officer, when we're working there, paid to work there to keep safety and to clear things out and to make everything copacetic, we do things a certain way and we expect people to cooperate who are within the administration. And when this guy says, no, I'm not going to stop the kids from playing, it's like, why not? Like, What is your, what is your issue? You've been playing the whole game you marched at halftime. You played during the whole game. The game's over. Time to go home. Yeah, and he just refused for some reason. And the officers, and let, him, the the officers play, let him. The let him finish that. Finish that last song. Yeah. No. Absolutely. They were patient after they said stop playing. He wouldn't. They let him finish the last song, and then they said, "Okay, now that you got your way, that's fine. But now, for not obeying f- orders, you got to come with us." Yeah. And then he decided to push an officer, and he got arrested and tased.
0: Oh well. So if you lay hands on an officer, your ass he did. Should,
1: oh yeah. Should yep. Play, go to jail. I, play I, stupid I, games. I promise win you, stupid, stupid of, prizes. speaking on all behalf, fucking
2: works. on behalf right. of all officers. Right. You touch us, we will touch you back.
1: Oh dude. We'll oh dude. Touch back oh yeah. Harder. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, dog. Harder. who was our yeah, biggest rival? Was
2: was it uh, Ashbrook and Hunter Huss? Was that our biggest rivals back in Gueston? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we used to work off duty at, you know, say at these high schools. That's what this was, Alabama High School. And I dreaded working that off duty because they were such big rivals. And you know, at the end of the game, there's going to be fights in the parking lot. Yep.
1: yep. And yep. and what happens with fights in a parking lot? When you say fights in a parking lot, it's pretty broad. Oh, yeah. But fights in no, a parking no. lot could mean could mean this, but oh, usually yeah. means this.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and it's not one or two today, people. It's nobody 15, today 20, today 20
0: it 30 people. A lot of times. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was mostly this, but now yep. it's drop bys You're right. So You're right, Rod. And when you pay – and listen, and, and folks, so off-duty officers who are working – vo- they're not on duty. They yeah. volunteer to work the football game. Yeah, make a little extra okay? money. and they, Right, because they want to build a deck on their house, so they want to put the kid through college. I mean, for God's sakes. So that they, they, they take instructions from the school administrators and the school on how to run the game – And how to clear the game and how the parking lot works and how to direct traffic. There's a lot of things that go into it, which you don't have to be concerned with, but you just got to freaking listen to us. That's all you got to do. And the band director is the last guy who works for the school who should be disobeying the officers who got their directions from the school. That's all. That's all. Like, it's really, it's like, you know what? I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I have common sense, logic, and you know what? I, I can follow instructions. That's all you have to do. And I mean, you don't have to have a chip on your shoulder. Just stop. We're not telling you to stop because you you suck or you're bad. It's the game's over. Like we have to, we have to take care of business now. We got to clear a lot. No, yeah. like really, like
2: there's a reason why we're conducting business.
1: Yeah, there's a reason. Damn yeah, right. Absolutely. All right, my rant, I just ranted again. So, <laughs> Rod so, Nader, how do you really feel? <laughs> there's, there's dead air. You guys feel this dead air so while I take those, a drink, for God's sake. So, what do you think, Rod? let us know what you think.
2: i tell I'll you something, going, going back, I'm taking notes. Feeling
1: good. I'm getting my second win, bro. <laughs> Woo! Let's do this. I'm taking notes. Still in the third other. podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's do it.
1: Uh, first look, time, ever. Look, no. I no, first time it. ever. I saw you hound No, it's
2: not the first time ever. It's not the first time ever. We've done third podcasts before. We never was able to
1: use them. Because
2: no. like this. We're talking about this right here. And we're dropping names that we shouldn't be dropping. I'll
1: be hitting media buttons because I got control of this shit. Now listen to this. Did you guys hear that? don't
2: hear shit. I missed it. Did you here. hear
1: that? Do you hear that?
2: I bet you hear yep. mine
1: no <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one that's my last media button I was all right so on. I gotta get this
2: going going back to to talk about this and I loved the cat when I became the sergeant ever canine <laughs> I knew nothing about canines but I knew more than the captain that was ever canines so I relied on the 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 canine instructor and the officers to school me on what they need, how things operated, how the dogs operated, and how to maintain that particular division. So it makes sense.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah. When I, I retired. Later. Later. When I retired, another sergeant took over who who uh, was excellent for the job. I recommend him, and they chose him to take care of me. And he came back to me probably a month later and apologized to me because he, he worked as a subordinate for me on the canines. He says, "Sarge, I had no idea the crap you had to deal with with administration and be the be the uh, the liaison between administration and the guys that actually do canines. Who knows what they're doing? And there's probably two thirds of the crap that the administration want me to do and bring down to the guys." I never mentioned because it was right. BS.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, It was just an, your and job. It. Your your job to me as Sergeant was key. The Sergeant is the first for people listening. Sergeant is the first line above officers. They're the ones that have the closest contact that talk to them every morning or every afternoon or every evening in roll call. They're the ones the officers call when shit hits the fan or they have a question or they don't know
2: something. Hey, let me on that. Sergeant. What's can't that that. Not only that, also with the officers' personal lives, they come to you, you know, with their personal personal oh, issues.
1: Fuck yeah. the administration they, never they, seen or heard. Right, they need a day off, and then the reason that follows, the sergeant hears about it. They're also counselors. They're they're everything. They're everything because guess what? These officers aren't robots. They have lives, and they have sit- situations and issues. They have children. They have marital issues, they have drinking issues, they're just like anybody whatever, else out there. Money, money issues. Just like everybody out there. They're just real people. And I think sometimes folks lose that lose that um, lose that aspect of, of the guy in front of them, them up. I pull people over and they get out of that car raising, holy hell. And I'm like, and I wait for them to finish. Because I'm p- kind of an imposing guy. It's not like I'm worried about myself. But I wait for them to finish, and I go, ma'am, I'm just going to let you know your taillight was out to get it fixed. Right. And she goes, oh, that's well, it? I'm like, that was it. And then I say, have a great day.
2: The, goes, s- the same thing, she, Darren Briefing.
1: She not don't, don't say sorry. Just correct your behavior. <laughs>
2: like, I, I always told the guys, do not no take issues, this you know? do not take this job personally, because you don't know. The guy you pull over, the guy that you're interacting with, you don't know what he's going through. They're sorry. Yeah. You don't know the life problems or whatever she's, they got, why is that there drinking? Why is that there being away as you don't know? And if they are scumbags, the key, with,
1: the key with what you said, slow is personal. You can never take it personal because, yeah, even, to, and, and to, el- to elaborate on what you said, uh personal meaning, not just the guy, the normal guy, the ticket guy, but the guy that does something really heinous and he might get away with it. You can't take it personal. And go after him oh, yeah. in an offense or an offensive way. You have to wait till he violates again.
2: Sometimes a bad guy wins that way.
1: It's exactly right. And it's not because we let him win. It's yeah. because the system or the laws aren't oh, there yeah. and, to correct him or to bring him to justice.
2: And I always tell That's the guys, it. it's okay. nothing personal. They're not against you. It's the badge. Is that right? Against the badge, not the person.
1: absolutely all right man
2: we're getting deep uh, alcohol brings out the deepness in this
1: we're like um, how many times you heard i hate like the the general cops i hate cops every cop yes you hate me well no you don't hate all cops like what are you talking about like how can you make? that's like me saying i hate all people or i hate all this or i i i pick a group of people we do we Yeah. If
2: you're not a cop. military. I, I, we hate much short,
1: I hate short people. I hate short people.
2: <laughs> Everybody's short to you.
1: <laughs> All right. I hate tall people. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, you know? But anyway. Yeah. Know. People like you, Rodney, Nitter,
2: always, always said, you know, they, but one thank you whooping your ass. I can't.
1: That's the only thing.
2: <laughs> if I could, you'd be carrying uh, ass whooping right now.
1: I know you would. I know you would.
2: And Hound Dogger's been dark on us.
1: Hound just listening. I'm it's still here. here. I'm He's right loving here. the podcast. He's loving the podcast. Hey, Dude, not, I was about was to go so out on him. He's about to. I was like. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I think I just, you know, sometimes I think people lose track of, of like, we're just people, too. No different than a, a guy who works at this office or that office oh, or yeah. a doctor, a lawyer, a guy right. at the grocery store. Yeah. Slow grocery store. I, I got you. Yeah, in ingles, ingles. Shout out to Ingles. 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 Shout out to Ingles. We're no, we're no different. Everybody has lives, and and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the majority of us want a peaceful day. We want to let you go. We want to have a good encounter. With that, that being said, Ronnie. Right positive man. encounter.
2: Bring up Eagles. Yeah. People right. say, you know, why? Yeah, you know, I let all my certifications go dead. And they say, Why are you working at eagles you know what? I stock toilet paper and cereal. There's no life crisis. Nobody's dying. He's
1: a, he's a COVID freak.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, No, <laughs> Nobody's. You know, I'm going home the other night. Right, Hound Dog? Right, right. Hound Dog? Absolutely. He's a COVID Absolutely.
1: freak. And it, toilet paper. You're a COVID freak. You
2: know, if we're out of toilet paper, you know what?
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Here's good luck. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm cool. You know, you're cool. You're cool. Just listen, stay away from hey, those spiders, okay? I will take tell you something funny, and, and, and I've
2: said this on the, on the podcast before. <laughs> a guy came in one day, I'm starting up a toilet paper, and it's Sharma, it says, ultra strong, and they have ultra soft. And the guy looks and says, I don't know, how do you choose? I said, brother, it's whatever kind of day you're having. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> whatever you had for dinner. Oh, yeah.
2: you know yep. what I mean? The soft, you might need it strong.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly right.
0: Jeez. Oh, are we off the say rails Rod, or say what? Rod, how am I? Rod, go ahead why don't you just drink off the off camera?
2: <laughs> <laughs> why did you just drink off camera? How <laughs> 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 dogs about out. I fucking hate y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking a lot. Well, I finished my Evan Williams shot. It, it took like and six and a half hours to do that, but that's cool. That's I no, 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 no. No, I finished that. And then I had another drink. I made up. I made up some other kind of concoction with a off off bourbon. It's not bourbon. It's vodka and cranberry or something like that.
2: <gasps> pump it the brakes. Yep. Bourbon and badges, Rod Nader.
1: The podcast. Hey, he, he asked me a question. I answered it. Uh,
2: truth serum. You gotta hate it.
1: <laughs> truth serum. Yep.
2: Hey, what what is the most drunk person you've ever stopped or encountered? Slow rat. Okay, okay. What's the most drunk person you ever oh Because really? I got pictures of you, hound dog, of of uh crap. What's your buddy's name down there at the beach? When are you gonna do the podcast with?
0: Oh, uh Les.
2: Yeah. What what, what you, what's this what's his club name? Smooth. Yeah, Smooth and I, I got pictures of Smooth, Smooth and I pushing you in a luggage carrier to your motel room. Oh, At the last yeah, national, Renegade Pigs Nationals.
1: I was. I need it. Uh, can I post that on. Hey, po- let me call this out. You ready? Yeah. You slow pulled me over. All right. Let's don't talk about that.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm no, about? no, oh, I don't. Stop, I stop, do stop, not I want, stop, want stop, to. Stop, no,
0: You want to talk about that? No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what?
0: All right.
2: Let's save that for another podcast. We're about the end of this podcast.
0: Oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Whoa. no! Hell no! Rod brought it
1: up. We got to go with it. Now, listen, listen. This might be suspense for the audience to tune in next time. Oh yeah! I just call like, like I said. There's nothing off limits. Everything's on. I got pulled over by the Gastonia Police Department one time, <laughs> and, and and my man slow. This about. is
2: going so good.
1: Go ahead. Slow, slow. Jeep over, Rod. Slow didn't directly pull over, but he ended up out there somewhere. I forget because I was out of sorts.
2: <laughs> do you? you want, do you really? Okay. Do you, we might not be on his podcast. You? You really want to talk about it?
1: Uh, what do I give a shit about what? All right. What do I give a shit? This I'm supposed sure. to be an honest. This is supposed to be an honest podcast, right? Jeff Wooten. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Jeff Wooten and I, you know, we love like a brother. Working off duty at the. Uh, can't think of the name of it. It's a black nightclub on South Street. South Street and Main Avenue intersect. It's downtown Gastonia. It's a black club. You know, they're cool. You know, they, they love us. Dino's? No, it wasn't Dino's. Yeah, it was the old Dino's building, but it wasn't Dino's the time. Okay. But uh, they loved us. We, you know, we loved them, and it was great. And, but we're sitting there uh, chilling out. Uh, Officer Wooten and I were. Detective Wooten and I were. We're in uniform in a marked unit. I think we might be sending my, my, my uh, patrol car. But anyway, there's this big, giant-ass white guy comes walking down the sidewalk, and he just hangs outside the uh, black nightclub. And Wooten goes, look, look, he's going in. He's going in. He goes in. And would go, oh, crap. The night's going so smooth. It's going so easy. This is not going to be good. Hey, everybody. Yeah. A few minutes later, he comes right. walking back out. Okay. Okay, it's cool. And he just kind of hangs out outside for a little bit, crosses the street, walks right by a patrol car. Okay, we thought, okay, red flags go off. One thing, this guy's drunk off his ass or he's coming around cops. Yeah, can, can this be a cop? Because he's coming he around cops. And he goes on up the road. A little while later, Wooten goes, that's the guy, that's the guy. So we start. That's talking He's driving. He's, that's the guy. That's the guy he's driving. So Wooten, you know, Let's be Wooten's car because Wooten's behind the wheel. Pull in behind him. We, we do a vehicle stop. And Rod Netter gets out of the driver's side. At the, at yeah, you know, he's doing everything. He's complying. He's complying with uh, Officer Wooten. By the time Wooten goes, covered. get over here now. we will go over there and go, covered. Rod's a big guy. <laughs> I look down and says, I says, I says fella, you're gonna give us any problems. And i got go flashlight in hand. I got cocked back already ready. Right? it's already cocked back. You gonna see probably gets. Nah, no problems, and we're good.
1: <laughs> and my point with that is, is that we're all humans, we all do things. And
2: yeah, and that was
1: just that was what that's one of my nights I was a little bit off. And uh, guess what? These guys treated me fantastic. I'm gonna tell you something cool, made sure I, made sure I got home on time and, and, and safely.
2: I'm gonna tell you something and, cool. He's uh, borderline, it could be or couldn't be, it's iffy. We said, listen, big guy, you got any ID? He says, yeah, I got some ID. So he pulls out his driver's license. We was looking at him and he, says, nah, and he says, you got the wrong ID. I got another ID. And he pulls out the Charlotte Meck ID. Oh, this guy's a cop. Okay, he's cool. A sergeant on patrol pulls up and I tell the sergeant, listen, Charlotte Meck PD officer here. It's a captain, Charlotte Meck. You know, we're we'll going to give him a ride home. She says, cool. She she twenty two. Twenty-two means disregard any more of the units on, on patrol. Yep. And she's a brand new sergeant. And she's a captain now and a great captain. She's a great sergeant.
1: That's cool. Sure.
2: Yeah, another officer pulls up and she chews his ass out. She said, I thought I told you no no more needed on this. And she sends him on his way. Because she's cool. She's right there with us. Yeah, long Sorry. story short, you know, uh, no problems. You're very respectful, and then you know everything we you know, and we get your ride, you know, we get your ride home.